Just going to toot my own horn for a second and let you know that we have a 100% re-enrollment rate on one of my Elevated Abundance Mastermind cohorts. And not only that, we've maintained that rate for more than one re-enrollment period. Impressive stuff, huh? But I'm not here to brag. It's not why we're here. I'm here to talk about how I've made that happen so that you can too. So whether you have a group program like me and having a high re-sign rate would be game-changing, or if you're just thinking about launching a group program, then this is going to be great for you. Or if you'd love to increase your re-sign rate for one-to-one clients or increase repeat purchases, this podcast is going to give you the real deal of the five things that you need in order to make that happen. Because here's what I know to be true. Not only does having longer relationships with your clients and customers positively improve your bottom line, but more than that, it creates just so much more impact and fulfillment. So double bubble, (laughs) win-win. This is one of those strategies that is actually really simple and straightforward, but gets so overlooked. And I don't see other people really talking about this online and really dissecting this. So I'm really excited to dive in, share with you how we made that happen and share how you can apply this to your business. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com, money mindset expert and success coach for mothers with online businesses, particularly if you are wanting to hit five or 10K months, make that consistent, do it with balance, ease and joy. I'm your girl. Um, how are you doing, my love? I am on fire today. Just saying, I started my day with a workout, back on track, finally, after turning into such a potato lately. <laughs> um, back on track with that. I actually have some thoughts about that and I might bring them to the show, just kind of like a success habits chat. Um, they came to me while I was actually working out. Anywho, had did my workout, did a live stream in our Facebook community this morning, all about behind the scenes of um, mastermind calls and what they actually look like, what we actually talk about. Um, had a kick-ass mastermind call with my higher level mastermind bloody love those ladies. I love everyone I work with, but I'm just obsessed with them as a group. Um, And I've had some lunch, had a chill, had some coffee, and here I am, ready to roll. (laughs) 
So I'm just so excited. I'm partly just so excited because I'm actually in launch mode, haven't done a launch in ages and just love the energy of it so much. I'll talk about why we haven't done one in ages in a minute because it actually relates to today's topic. Um, but we're going to be talking about actually how we achieved a 100% re-enrollment rate on one of the um, Elevated Abundance Mastermind cohorts because of what it means for you and the lessons that you can take of how you can achieve the same. It doesn't matter if you have um, a group program or not, a one-to-one or not, this applies to um, re-enrollment or um, kind of like a continuing relationship with a client or customer over time. So the lessons are true throughout. So get a pen and paper because it's going to be one of those kind of podcast episodes. Um, And in terms of what's going on over here, well, I just told you about my morning, but I just want to share with you a little snippet from our mastermind call. So over in the Facebook group, like I said, I did a behind the scenes of the things that we discussed, but this call then came immediately after that. Um, And on this call, we legitimately all cried and all laughed. It was just beautiful. (laughs) And there were happy tears, by the way, that we cried. So one of the ladies was celebrating the fact that she has created this phenomenal business that not only supports her and has given her such a sense of purpose and an ability to create impact in the world, as well as like financial freedom, time freedom, and all that good stuff. Um, But she actually brought her husband into the business a while back now. And He'd never really found his calling in life and they've just kind of got him into an air of the business over the last sort of year or so. And he's absolutely loving it. He's just thriving so much. And he was working on this particular project and he said to her the other day, I've just found my calling. Thank you so much for creating this business. And we were all like just crying tears of joy for her as she was describing it. Um, And that's not the only impact her business makes. Like I could go on about the kind of clients she serves and then the impact that those clients are making the families that she supports by employing people in her business just oh so good just so good for the soul just love these women and everything that they're creating um so that was beautiful and then we were laughing hysterically because it just just you know we, we also like a bit of inappropriate humor and I won't you know it's one of those things you kind of had to be there but one of my clients said something didn't mean it in the way that it sounded and oh my goodness that set us all off and it took us a while to recover so just having a really great morning but if you've ever wondered how my mastermind calls roll there's a bit of both <laughs> sometimes you know sometimes we're crying <laughs> with joy sometimes we're our hearts are open and we're sending virtual hugs to somebody who needs support. Um, we're always celebrating each other's wins and sometimes we're also just laughing uproariously at something inappropriate. So, um, on that note, just on clients and celebrations and stuff, um, I'm just going to run through with you. Actually, I should have opened this up before, shouldn't I? Um, I haven't done, because um, I've been doing client stories, client case studies on the show, I have shared less client wins on a weekly basis. But today we're talking behind the scenes of my business. So I thought it'd be really great just to have a quick run through of some of the ladies that were celebrating. As you know, I love to celebrate these women and their wins on the show because, you know, obviously I like to celebrate them and they deserve that celebration, but also because of what it means for our community. This isn't just about one client. This isn't about me. This is about us as a collective. This is about us as a community of mothers in business who are looking to do things differently, who are creating financial success, yes, and modeling that to our kids and to the next generations that are coming up after us, but also we're doing it in a different way. We've opted out of the masculine hustle culture and we've opted into a feminine energy, soul aligned way of doing business. And so I love us celebrating these because they represent all of that and so much more. Um, And when we talk about them on the show in this 
this way. It just gives you, you know, wherever you are, um, wherever you're listening from. And hello all over the world. By the way, I've been getting some really cool notifications of podcast listeners all over the world. Hello in Singapore. Hello in Norway. Those were a couple of countries recently added to the list. Um, Anyway, it just gives us all evidence, like an abundance of evidence that this is possible. Doing business, life and motherhood in this way is possible. This type of success is absolutely possible and accessible. Um, And that my desire here is that I just keep celebrating these wins, keep bringing this evidence to this show and keep paving the way for more and more women to create this kind of financial success, empowerment, freedom, balance and joy for themselves. It's absolutely possible for us. We didn't have the luxury of anybody modeling this to us and that's why I'm so passionate about bringing these celebrations here to you. So uh, one of my clients celebrated a 23k cash received month. Oh yes, oh yeah, that same client is taking next week off and celebrating that too. Um, Another client put her prices up and then had a bit of a wobble because, and this is just to normalize that, this is something that can happen, right? It's okay if you've been there. Um, Had a bit of a wobble because she had an old client who had paid much less old prices, you know what I'm trying to say there, Um, come back and say she wanted to work with her again. And she had a bit of a wobble. She was like, oh, my prices are so much higher. And of course, it's easy to create stories around that. She noticed the wobble, she did the work, she received the support from us in the group, and she stuck behind her prices, sent the price um, tier structure off to the potential client or the old client that was wanting to return, and guess what that client did? She just said, yeah, I'll have the top one. (laughs) Didn't bat an eyelid. (laughs) And this is the thing that when we do the energetic work to get behind something, it gets reflected back to us, so celebrating that client big time. Another client hired an OBM, and and also has implemented a new approach to her discovery calls, which are converting like clockwork now. Yay, her. Another client had three, what we call, we have a term inside the Elevated Abundance Mastermind of quote unquote, yes conversations. So this is when you gain a certain amount of momentum in your space and discovery calls are less like, you know, um, you telling somebody about working together and kind of proposing the idea to them and then discussing it. And and those things are absolutely fine. Um, and actually you start having more of these yes conversations where somebody's already just decided in advance, like I need to work with you. I want it. And please, will you let me pay you? And she had three yes conversations between our last call and this one. Um, so that was super fun to celebrate her. Another client is celebrating her biggest cash month to date in her business. Um, another client um, showed up for a discovery call with a new energy. So this is something that we discussed on our call, um, that taking the lead more in sales conversations, really backing herself, being sold on herself. And she did that. She stepped into that. She embodied that. And unsurprisingly to me, that was reflected back to her and the ideal client that she had in front of her was an immediate and easy yes. So these are some of the wins that we're celebrating over here. Let them be proof to you that all of this is possible for you and so much more. Um, Also, if you notice the theme here, all of these ladies are part of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. Actually, some of them have been and now have um, graduated up and into um, the higher level version that we have of the Mastermind now, a different container because they are operating at or above six figures in their business. But my point is the Elevated Abundance Mastermind doors are open. They are going to be closing in less than a week. These ladies all have that in common. They have all been in the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. So if you haven't booked your call to talk with me and you've been considering it, 
I want you to pause this right now, head to the link in the description or go straight to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Book your call now, my love. Pause this, come back to this. This can wait. That's more important. And let's chat about where your business is at, what you're looking to create in terms of income, impact, lifestyle. And then you and I can decide together whether we think the mastermind will be a good fit for you or not. Um, So you've heard me sharing these client results and wins week in, week out. Now's your chance if you want to become one of those women that we're celebrating. And the fact is that this mastermind has been helping mothers with businesses make their dreams of the money, the fulfillment, the freedom, the balance, and the joy a reality for multiple rounds. This is a proven container. It works. It can work for you too, my love. But you have to make the first step. So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate and book your call. So let's get into how we achieved a 100% re-enrollment rate and importantly how you can too and how you can apply the lessons here to your business. So we're talking about it as it relates to one of my mastermind cohorts but it is absolutely applicable to any group program, one-to-one program or other um, ways that you work with people in terms of kind of like multiple purchases. We're talking about increasing like a customer lifetime value from a business point of view. But I think there are going to be a lot of lessons in here. So grab a pen and paper if you have one handy. If not, go and get one. And before we dive into the specifics, let's just be really clear on like why this is an important thing to be considering business. Even if you have only signed one client, haven't signed any clients yet, have, you know, sporadic results. It doesn't really matter where you are. It's still something to be considering. All of the things that I'm going to tell you that made that possible are things to be considering is feasible in your business. But here's why I think this is an important conversation. I always like to bring business back to simplicity wherever we can. You know, one of the things that I've talked about is one of the aspects for me of an elevated business is having an elegant, elevated strategy. And by that, I mean something so simple, so easy to show up for. Business gets so overcomplicated by people online calling themselves gurus. I'm not a guru and I'm not here to complicate anything for you. (laughs) I'm just here to help make life and business easier. I know as a mom and a business owner, Like, we don't have time for unnecessary complexity. Keep that shit, (laughs) right? Um, So I think the other thing is, is that there are so many people out there marketing ways to grow your audience that we can think that that's the only way to impact your bottom line. And we can get an unnecessary and actually unhelpful skewed focus on new um, and next clients and customers. And while some of that is important, you know, we want to be having a healthy pipeline of people coming in. If we're focusing only on that or on that too much, um, and sometimes even focusing on that at the wrong point of business is actually really unhelpful and can slow you down and can prevent you from getting really great results, not just for yourself, but for the people that you work with and having more income and more impact from different strategies. So strategies such as, you know, we talked about referrals in a previous episode um, with one of my client case studies, a strategy that gets so overlooked, so underestimated. Um, And here we're talking about um, a strategy to really intentionally increase re-sign or re-enrollment or or multiple purchase rates, whatever that looks like for your business. So don't feel like, oh, if you don't have a coaching business, this doesn't apply. This absolutely can apply to any business model unless you have some really random thing where it is very high churn and you can only help someone once and then they must leave. (laughs) There's not many instances of that that I can think of. Um, 
So, yeah, so it's it's something that gets overlooked. And that's why I really like talking about these things on the show, because these are the things that make life and business so much easier. Because let's just talk, zoom out for a second. If you have gone to the, let's say, you know, some, uh, you know, we're not about efforting our way to success over here, but some effort and energy is required and investment is required, like energetically and potentially time wise in um, creating and nurturing a relationship with somebody who who goes on to become a paying client or customer of yours, right? And so, of course, it makes sense to then, from a if you're looking purely from a profit point of view, of course, it makes sense to maximize that opportunity because you've already built that relationship with them, and it is far easier from that good standing relationship, presuming you have one. We'll get into that to then continue to. Um, bring in money from that same customer. So that's just looking at it from a purely profit point of view. But you know me, I'm not here just for the income, I'm here for the impact too, right? Um, and so that's the other thing to consider is we win on both fronts here because not only do we reduce the amount of energy and time and effort expended in um, the pursuit of always new clients by actually continuing to nurture and grow and relationships with existing and ongoing clients but also because of that ongoing um, relationship the amount of impact you can make on that person is growing significantly and actually exponentially over time as your relationship continues so I've been on the kind of giving and receiving end of this Um, it's not a secret that I've been working with the same coach since before day one of my business. That's been very intentional. Obviously, I was fortunate that I found a good fit. But also, there were different times where I thought, oh, I could leave. I could work with that person over there. Oh, maybe I need something else instead. Absolutely, of course. But I was very um, in tune to the benefits that I gained from that long-term relationship with one person. My coach knows my shit. She knows my patterns. She knows me so well in some ways better than lots of people around me, you know? Um, and because of that, we can cover ground so much quicker. I can shift my energy so much faster. And having that long-term relationship has meant that my um, results trajectory since working with her hasn't just been a straight line. It's been like an upwards curve. Obviously, it squiggles along the way because we're humans and that's life, right? Um, but, you know, the overall trajectory has been that way. And so I have been on the receiving end and really believe very fiercely in that. And so, of course, on the giving side of things, I've seen that play out with the clients that I've worked with too. Some of the clients whose most sort of financially impressive results that you'll hear me talk about on this podcast have been with me for multiple rounds of the mastermind, Sometimes, some of them even longer before the mastermind was even born. Um, and that's not a coincidence. You know, it's because we have that relationship, um, because we know each other so well that I'm able to serve them even more highly over time. So my ability to serve and to help you get the results that you desire just keeps increasing the longer that we work together. So for me, this is such an important strategy because it's not just the income that is, you know, advanced by having high re-enrollment resign rates. Um, it's the impact. And that's what really excites me. And there's a ripple effect of that impact too. So for example, as I was talking about at the beginning of um, the show today, that one client who had us all in tears at the beauty of what she's created. So my business has served 
her and has created an impact on her personally, but then that's had a ripple effect. Then what she's done with that is create something amazing, not just for herself, but for her family that's creating an impact on them. It's creating an impact on the clients and community that she serves. Like It's such a beautiful thing. Whereas if her and I had only worked together for six months and I wouldn't have had that same ability to be supporting her in making such massive impacts, right? So um, so yeah, so don't overlook this as a strategy. Don't feel like it's something that is only applicable to people further along in business. The sooner you start thinking about this, wherever you are, the better. Um, but yeah, I don't know why these kind of things don't get discussed, but that's why we're here, right? Um, I'm, I'm always going to go there. I'm always going to talk about it. And so this, you know, having a high resign rate is part of having a steady flow of clients. And as we talked about, having a steady flow of clients is absolutely um, one of the key elements of an elevated business. And an elevated business will elevate you. It will elevate your lifestyle. It will elevate your finances. But it also just um, supports you rather than you supporting it. Okay, so let's get into this. So the thing that we're dissecting today, the thing that we're going to pull apart and go behind the scenes of so that you can take the lessons and apply them to your business is this result that I've achieved in, in mind. So the result that we're going to dissect today, pull apart, and that I'm going to bring you behind the scenes of is this result from my business, which is that with um, the Elevated Abundance Mastermind and specifically one of the cohorts there, we have a 100% re-enrollment rate and have had for multiple rounds. So... Um, at the very highest level, we're going to break down, um, I think there's one, two, three, four, five different things that have facilitated that, that I'm going to share with you that you um, can take away and apply to your business. But let's just talk about it in the absolute simplest terms to make it like as easy as possible. The way that I have achieved that, the how, is because the container that I've created there for clients, the support container, and the support inside of it works, quite frankly. It kicks ass and we've created a great client experience. If none of those things were true, we would not have such a high resale rate, obviously. Now, I feel like I'm stating the obvious there, but I think sometimes we can get too bogged down into some of the specifics and move and tactical moves of a particular strategy. But really at the highest, you know, um, level when we just, you know, look at this from above, that's why. <laughs> so it works. Now we'll talk about how we got to the point of it working because that's actually um, an important message here as well. And we'll talk about some of the other facets of actually getting to the resign rate. But fundamentally, if your program not only creates the results, but also creates an amazing client experience, you have to have those two things together, then you can have really high resign rates or you have the potential for high resign rates. And we'll talk about actually turning that potential into reality. So how did I make that happen? Well, let's be honest, it was not overnight. So <laughs> I don't really believe in overnight success. There's always a story that happened before that. Um, and the thing that I think is useful to know is just to share a bit of my story and how I got there, um, because I think it will give you a bit of, of context that will be useful. So I started my business with, and this isn't like a whole, <laughs> that start, sounded like I was going to, it was a rainy Wednesday back in July when I finally worked, walked out of my corporate gig for the last time. As I walked to my car, I was contemplating, okay, no, only kidding. Um, <laughs> so when I started my business and for the first th two and a half, three years of my business, I want to say, I was just 
almost entirely focused on one-to-one clients. I say almost entirely because I had uh, a course early on, or I it was a group program, small group program, um, which kind of was a bit of a precursor to Limitless Money. And then obviously I have Limitless Money too. But the main sort of bread and butter of my business, the main focus of my business was one-to-one. And because of my focus there, and because I have valued relationships and continuing relationships and the impact and income that they can create from the outset, like I just got this early on, um, I was very focused on not just getting fully booked, but staying fully booked. And staying fully booked was not about continuous audience growth, continually finding new, 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 new clients. Hey, don't get me wrong, I love a new client, right? Um, But I was more focused first. I made my priority. How can I serve? the shit out of these one-to-one women? How can I become a better and better coach? How can I help them even more and more highly? And how can I really nurture this ongoing relationship and re-sign these ladies who I'm obsessed with working with? So that focus was there early on in my business. And I prioritized that over audience growth and over um, sort of seeking out new clients. So I'd always go to existing clients first, look at how I can be serving them more highly, look at how I can um, try to intentionally kind of feed into that ongoing relationship before putting any energy or attention into new clients and like into finding new clients, I should say. So then when I launched the mastermind for the first time, I knew that I would shift that focus there. So at first I started the mastermind just because I couldn't not. (laughs) I'd just been part of a mastermind for a while myself. and was absolutely obsessed with it. I was like, there, this is even better than I thought it would be. This is way better than the one-to-one that I'd been receiving, which was already incredible. I have to create this for my people. I created the first round, then quite quickly created a second cohort because of the interest that I was receiving in it. And so we've had multiple cohorts for multiple rounds with the mastermind. And we didn't have a 100% resign rate with the very first cohort. So let's just be frank about that. Um, But the next cohort after that, um, which was the second so this gets kind of confusing. There's two running concurrently. The second one on its first re-enrollment rate was 100% resign rate. Does that make sense? Um, and so, and then we've maintained it on that particular one ever since. So that's a little bit of context about how we got there. So it definitely wasn't overnight. Like I said, I'll break down like what we really went into it, but just a kind of timeline there. Um, the other thing just to add into the timeline is the way, the effectiveness of the mastermind, the Elevated Abundance Mastermind and that particular container that we're talking about here has increased over time. The way that we've supported women inside it has changed. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but we've been getting increasingly impressive results from that container. And this also feeds into high resign rate. Um, And so much so that actually just for information purposes on that timeline, it's worth noting that it's been so effective that we had to, and you probably heard me talk about this before, um, we've had to create a second higher level container for the women who, like I actually already said it on this show tonight, um, for the women who are already operating at six figures now or above. So that just kind of shows how well that container has been working, that we've had women get to those levels of business, so many of them that they have their own container now. 
Um, which is one of the reasons why I'm excited to be able to do this launch because previously um, we haven't been able to do a launch with Mastermind because um, we've had a high right resign rate. And so for one of the cohorts, we haven't just haven't had spaces. And for the other one, we've only had like, you know, a couple of spaces and they would always just go to the wait list. So it's been actually um, one of those things that is beautiful and I'm obsessed with it. And at the same time, I feel very strongly about being able to support other women out there who need this kind of support. And, and I was like, oh, I'm at the kind of like risk of feeling kind of closed <laughs> as a business because there's no way of welcoming new women in. And which is why we've intentionally created this additional container, which freed up some capacity inside of the um, May cohort for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. And we've actually increased the um, number of ladies that we can serve in there. So, so that's why I've been actually able to do a launch for the first time. Yeah. Anyway, that's not why we're here. Um, we're here to talk about why this container then has that 100% resign rate. So it's not a coincidence also that for the container um, that has the 100% resign rate that those women, um, most of them have now then resigned into the higher level container does that make sense? So um, it's and it's because if you think of it, it makes it makes a ton of sense. The people who have worked with me the longest get the best results. Of course, they want to keep um, re-signing because they've understood that in from the outset in the same way that I have. And so, of course, they're now migrating into that higher level container. So they've you know they've invested in the relationship the longest they've got the most impressive results it's like you know it, it just kind of like obviously makes sense on paper why we would then have high re-enrollment rates and why we would need this new container so let's get into the how though and how you can make a similarly high re-sign re-enrollment or kind of like um ongoing multiple purchase situation depending on what kind of business model you have situation work for you so it's interesting because if you're if you and I are going to have a conversation about how you can increase the number of people who say yes to continuing to work with you, it's easy to think that you should focus in on the end of the relationship um, as it has been defined. So if you had a six month container, for example, it's easy to think of, oh, oh well, around the six month point. What do I need to do to increase resign rates? Now, that is a conversation, part of it. Actually, we need to start way further back. And um, I think that's a mistake that people can make on this. And that's why... Um that's why I'm urging you to take notes. And that's why, I'm, that's why I'm really excited to have this conversation. It just doesn't get dissected. Actually starts with the sales process. Because you need to be attracting ideal clients to you. Now, an ideal client is not somebody who's willing to pay you. <laughs> an ideal client is somebody who you are really excited to serve, cannot wait to help them. You can see the potential for your product, your service to make an impact on them, um, the opportunity for them to get the outcome that it's designed to create, and they desire to work with you. That's an ideal client. And I, I just spell that out because I just know, because I've been there, that when you're earlier on in your business journey, it's really easy to just get very excited if somebody's willing to pay you. And, and you know, just a certain amount of permission and normalization on that front too. I'm sure most of us who are a little bit further along than that um, have had clients who in retrospect have not been perfectly ideal um, just because we were just excited that somebody was wanting to work with us and pay us, right? So um, 
But in terms of actually having a 100% re-sign rate, you don't want to be re-signing an unideal client, right? <laughs> so, so you need to be starting at the actual sales process and actually starts even with your marketing. Are you attracting ideal clients to you? And on sales calls or in whatever is your sales conversion tool, are you filtering out people who aren't a good fit? Are you willing to leave money on the table for someone who you like and, you know, you can see that they, you could help them in a way but it's not your zone of genius way you know there's lots of different ways that somebody can seem like almost there but not quite are you willing to leave money on the table and know that your ideal clients are out there in abundance so that's just the first thing to check in on um so it has to start with actually attracting ideal clients because this strategy doesn't work without that the other point of the sales process that matters here is your sales process has to be in my opinion, steeped in kind of respect and authenticity. So what do I mean by that? And I feel like I kind of don't need to mention that because I tend not to have people in my audience who are into sleazy kind of conversion tactics, things like coercion. I don't think anyone listening to this has any desire to hard sell anyone into anything quite the opposite, right? So I kind of almost don't need to mention it. But also, it is worth mentioning because there is a different way to learn to sell. And if you haven't nailed that yet, know that it is true. It's also something I can help you with. Just side note, sign up for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, get grab your call. Um, but there is a way of selling from a feminine energy place with so much respect for the other person and so much alignment and authenticity. And here's why that impacts your resign rate. If you are showing up from that place, you start the relationship with that client in with a really in a really good footing because you've shown them that respect, you've show, shown up in integrity so they know they can trust you. And also Sometimes in those sorts of sales conversations, if it's a conversation or however else that works, part of your job is to help hand them their power, is for them to be empowered to make whatever is the best decision for them. If they feel like they made that first purchase decision with you from a place of empowerment and they know that you in some way help to facilitate that, um, then they're much more likely to want to continue working with you, right? Um, said another way, if you are basically selling snake oil, which I know none of you are, or coercing people into buying from you, which I know none of you are, then it's very unlikely that they're going to want to buy from you again, right? <laughs> so, um, so for example, I take my 100% re-sign and, re and re-enrollment rate to be evidence of how I show up in the sales process. You know, I mean, I always talk about like, book your call with me. I'm not here to hard sell you anything. Well, that's kind of evidenced by that re-enrollment rate. <laughs> People would be running a mile after their time was up, if not before, if I was getting on any calls and making anybody do anything they didn't want to do, right? So, um, but more than that, because I know that you're not here to like coerce anybody into anything. So that's not going to be um, a pitfall for you. But actually, it goes beyond that because there's there's an opportunity in the sales process to really be treating it like an act of service, um, which it can be, and really showing up, like I said, in your integrity and in your soul alignment, which invites the other person to do the same. And that just has the best possible start to a relationship and also they just sense that about you and that is an indication of what is like to come during your relationship and it sort of just really sets the energetic container of your relationship together um, from that footing. So 
Yeah, so it actually has to start with sales process, with attracting ideal clients, with respect-based feminine energy sales, because those are the things that lead to long-term beautiful client or customer relationships. So that's number one. The second is to have a really clear focus on the client experience. So I'm always looking for ways to improve the client experience over delivering at times, um, but also in a way that is boundaried because um, both can exist. Don't don't let that fool you. Um, but I'm, I don't ever feel like it would be easy for me to be like, oh, well, I've got 100% resign rate on this one um, container of mine. I don't have to do anything else. No, <laughs> I'm never going to rest on my laurels on that front. And I'm just always looking at how can we improve the client experience. So when you focus in the same way that client experience really helps with any kind of referral-based strategy, the same is absolutely true, of course, with re-enrollment. Because if somebody is loving the experience of working with you, then guess what? They're obviously going to want to continue. And so this doesn't look, have to look like grand sweeping gestures or tons of extra work on your part. And I think that's another mistake that we can make, that we think it's going to be hugely effortful or mean letting go of any of our boundaries. No, none of that has to be true. But there are often really small tweaks and adjustments that you can make in order to just enhance the client experience. Um, and it comes from like really, you know, I've talked about this so many times um, in various ways because it just serves us so much in business. Maintaining that curiosity and listening. The, we need to keep that always, 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 always throughout our business. This is why I will periodically do market research emails and calls. This is why I give away free calls frequently, even still, because I always want to be listening to where you're at, what you need. Um, and similarly, I will be really listening to and gathering feedback from the women that I'm working with um, observing, listening, and asking all around, you know, how can this experience, how can this container support you even more highly? So a real focus on client experience. And that comes down to things like not just the support and offer, but like the communication that they receive. What's the onboarding like? What's the offboarding like if they're offboarding? Obviously, they're not in this case because they're all re-enrolling. Re um, it's, it's the, that client experience focus is the thing that actually creates so much momentum in your business because you get the referrals, you get people who are brand ambassadors, even if they only work or buy from you once, they're out there being impressed, telling people um, what it was like to work or buy from you. And then obviously the thing that we're talking about today, which is the other outcome, is that you can get really high re-enrollment rates. So focus on the client experience. And again, this is something that we don't get marketed to. Everybody's focusing on how to grow your Instagram numbers. That's not going to impact your re-enrollment rate, right? Um, so the third thing, if you're making notes, this is number three, um, you need to have a container that works. So I wouldn't have a 100% re-enrollment rate on this Elevated Abundance Mastermind container if it didn't work, obviously, <laughs> right? Now, that isn't something that happens overnight in terms of getting it to work at the level that it's working at right now. Like we've been talking about the fact we're just stacking client results over here, right? Um, but that's partly because I was committed on having a one-to-one -one container that worked for a really long time and refining that process and refining that process and learning and growing as a coach um, and learning and growing in the way that I serve and support the people that I work with. And then that fed into um, the mastermind containers that I've created. So it's not just about it. Obviously, this depends on how you're serving clients with your product or service, but you want it to 
be there getting, you know, many of the women who are purchasing from you or other people, um, the kind of outcomes, benefits and results that you set about creating it so that they could receive and achieve. So for example, with my mastermind container, uh, one of the outcomes and the results is making more money, right? Um, this shouldn't be news. <laughs> um, and that's great. But that I know that for my people, that's not a measure on its own of whether or not the container is working. If I have ladies coming out of six months of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, ha having made loads more money, but they're feeling burnt out or frazzled or overwhelmed or just miserable or like they've built a business they don't love, then I have failed. That container is not working, <laughs> right? So it's about what the point I'm trying to make here is being really clear on not just the tangible outcomes or benefits of the product or service that you're focusing on here, um, but the intangible too. What are the feelings that somebody is actually looking for? How do they want to feel on the other side? What other impacts should this make? Those are really important to re-sign re-enrollment rates because like I said, um, people want to come out feeling changed if it's some kind of coaching experience, for example. Even like, let's just look at it this way. If you read a book, um, that's a tangible product, right? You want to have like, the outcome could be kind of, I read the story, I got to the last page, but actually, did, did you feel differently? Did it actually provoke an emotional response in you? Did you enjoy the um, experience of reading the book? All of these things are intangible outcomes too. Is it left you with like a different understanding of something? So I'm just using a random other example there, but just to get you thinking about what are the, not just the tangible outcomes that you're looking to facilitate, but the intangible. Now, don't mistake me here because depending on what it is that you're selling, you know, at the end of the day, we are largely humans working with humans. And so it should not be misconstrued that it is your responsibility to, depending on what you're doing, guarantee results. If in getting results, it, it is required that the other person shows up. So what I mean by that is, you know, if, if your job is to actually, I don't know, run Facebook ads for somebody, then a large part of the results are on you. But maybe you need that person to provide you with copy because that's part of the agreement. Well, if they don't provide you with copy, it's going to be pretty hard for you to get Facebook ad results, right? Um, similarly, with anything coaching related, it is very much dependent on both parties showing up <laughs> and meeting halfway, right? So when we're talking about creating a container or a product that works, we're not talking necessarily depending on what you're doing. Some things you can actually go for this. You can go for a 100% success rate or whatever. Um, but also just be mindful of what's appropriate for um, the thing that you're doing. Um, and don't just focus on tangible outcomes or results. Also focus on intangible. So that is um, one of the key and component parts of having a high resign and re-enrollment rate is having a methodology or a product or a service or a container that works. So like I said, um, when we were just kind of like looking at this at the highest level, this is one of the reasons why we have such a high resign rate. Women love being inside of it. They're getting the results that they came for and more. So it becomes a no-brainer resigning, right? And then the fourth point is actually connects the two pieces above. So the client experience piece and refining either your process, your container, your product until not only it works, but it works just amazingly, um, is you need to have a commitment to continuous improvement. It's really easy because we are so um, conditioned by, you know, just and the world, way our world operates here today by 
having instant results on things. I can open my phone and things ping up instantly. None of us are having to wait around for like a dial-up modem anymore, right? At least I hope you're not. We're so used to instant results, instant gratification, instant answers um, that we can forget that sometimes things take a while and that sometimes it's part of, you know, we have to enjoy the journey. Now, this is like a whole whole discussion about your success journey anyway. Um, but actually, just as it pertains to getting to 100% re-enrollment rate, like I mentioned, I didn't make that happen overnight. I've had a journey of coaching one-to-one clients and then improving over time, getting better and better, continuously improving to get, you know, better as a coach, better at, you know, the client experience so that I had a point of very, very high, I wasn't at, I don't think it was at 100%, it was very high, like 80 or 90% um, re-enrollment with one-to-one and then have had to have a similar commitment and gladly have a similar commitment to the mastermind. But my point is, is that it's easy to do something once then oh, that didn't work. I guess it's a failure. And, and it's because we've been conditioned to look at things in this way. We haven't been conditioned to keep showing up. And even if you think about it, I mean, this is kind of could get into a bit of a philosophical discussion. But even if you think about it, like our school system, largely speaking, sets us up for that. Like you have a test and you pass or fail done. Um, And certainly in our school system over here in the UK, there really just isn't the opportunity very frequently, if ever, to retake, to actually discuss why that result was what it was, to learn from it and do it again. Um, It's just not the norm. And sometimes it's just not even available as an option at all, a lot of the time, in fact. Um, My point being that we're taught that it's kind of this one opportunity thing. And if we don't nail it, then I guess we just weren't up to the task. So we've had that conditioned into us and that can affect us in our business. So having a commitment to and seeing the joy in a continuous improvement mindset is actually really critical, not just to your whole business, but also to things like improving client experience and actually creating a container that works one of the reasons why the mastermind worked as early as it did was because of all of the work that I'd done one-to-one. So um, I know that if I'd started that first, it wouldn't have worked nearly as well as as, as it did for the first round, you know? But I think that's a mindset that needs to be adopted, that it's okay if it's not um, operating at the level that you know it could be and that you set out to keep showing up, do it again. It's the same with launching something. You know, I've had this conversation with so many women about, you know, launched a course and it didn't sell at all, or it didn't sell in the way that I wanted it to, or I didn't hit my goal or whatever. I'm going to move on to the next thing. And I'm always like, no, (laughs) go back, do it again, (laughs) learn and do it again. This is how we actually create results in our businesses by sticking with things and being really committed to that continuous improvement. And it doesn't have to be big leaps in improvement. It's just learning a bit over time. And again, that curiosity and listening piece comes in and really plays there. But that underpins both of the previous points above. So I just really wanted to highlight that. Um, and then the fifth thing is is actually where it might have been easy to assume that we were going to start and it comes last. <laughs> Only once you've had a focus on these things, is it possible to actually have a intentional focus on re-sign conversations. So um, I mean, I could do a whole podcast episode on that. And we, you know, we had a whole discussion on that um, in one of our mastermind calls recently. But essentially, 
taking the lead on those conversations, having them early enough, um, you know, particularly if it's the first time somebody has re-signed or repurchased with you, so not leaving it to like after the thing has even ended, um, being really intentional about that conversation in terms of, you know, what value you want to bring to that conversation. So having some time to think about well, what is the benefit of continuing to work with you? How is the next round or the next time they purchase or the next thing that you're offering, how is it different? How is this unlocking a new level of results for them or a new experience? Um, what are the things that will stay the same? And that's good too. But having a think about, you know, how you want to continue serving somebody, how you can see that it would benefit them and why so that you can communicate that to them effectively and taking the lead on that conversation. It is the same as any other sales conversation. It's a little bit easier because you have an ongoing relationship, but it should be treated the same and that you want to show up feeling sold on the idea that saying yes to continuing with you is absolutely the best next step for them. Obviously, you don't want to be selling that to them if you don't believe that. <laughs> um, you need to get your energy behind that and be sold on yourself and not feeling apologetic about having that conversation. This is um, something that came up on a call recently. Um, one of the ladies was feeling hesitant of having that conversation. She was like, oh, I, I, I feel like I'm being a bit cheeky or I feel like I'm being a bit rude asking. And I was like, no, 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 no. And she's like, wouldn't she have told me if she wants to continue? And the thing is, is not necessarily. It's a bit like, I remember my coach telling me this years ago. She said, it's a bit like going on a first date, having a really great time. And then at the end, the other person going, okay, then bye. <laughs> um, and you're like, oh, do they, want, do they want to see me again? I don't know. You know, your clients, your customers, they need to be told if you want to continue working with them. They need to be told um, in no uncertain terms and they need to know why. And so if you feel strongly that you would love to continue working with somebody, tell her. <laughs> be honest about that. They will actually gratefully receive that even if they've already thought about it and they don't think that that is the right next move for them. They will still appreciate that conversation. Um, and also think of the downside of not having that conversation. If somebody has been loving working with you, um, but they still need support and you don't offer it to them, it's easy for somebody to make an incorrect conclusion that you don't want to continue working with them. All sorts of mindset games can play on them too. They're not, you know, impervious to it. And so then if you're silent on the point of continuing to work together, they can draw the conclusion that you just don't want to. And then what happens? They go away and they're unsupported and they don't have the thing, the product, the service, whatever it is that you do that they need on an ongoing basis. So we need to not make it um, about us. We need to actually think about it from does it make sense for this person to continue working with me? If so, how and why? And then making that invitation and offer and also letting them know if you love working with them. Everybody likes to hear that, right? If that's true, you say it. So those the five points start with the sales process it has to start there it has to start with attracting and converting your ideal clients it has to start with respect-based feminine energy selling in my opinion focus on the client experience focus on creating a container or product that actually works and the thing that underpins both of those pieces is a continuous improvement mindset and a commitment to that and then finally have intent lead intentional resign or repurchase conversations and don't shy away from that 
So those are the five things that um, I have been doing to create this 100% re-enrollment rate in my Elevated Abundance container. And also these are the same five things that I was using prior to that for one-to-one. So it absolutely can work for you. Um, would love to know what was your biggest takeaway from that list? Was there anything in those five things that really surprised you? Um, let me know. Send me a DM over on Instagram. I always love to hear your feedback, your aha moments, your takeaways. What did you love from the show? If you've been listening for a while, and you haven't left me a review, that would be just dandy. Um, but do you know what you could do that would be even better than that? If you've been thinking about enjoying the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, just go and book your call. <laughs> don't worry about a DM. Don't even worry about a review. I will <laughs> sacrifice a review if it means that you use two minutes to go and book your call with me. So the doors are going to be closing on this round of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind in less than a week. Um, but here's the thing. I know it'd be so easy at this point to think to yourself, oh, it's closing soon. I guess I've pretty much missed the boat I'll wait till the next round but here's how that thinking will keep you stuck that is the thinking that stops you from making decisions in a timely manner and making decisions in a timely manner is absolutely critical to success as an entrepreneur Um, and also it, it plays into the belief that you don't really know what you want and if this has been calling out to you then you do know Um, and it also plays into the belief that you need to wait for the perfect timing or whatever or that it will be easier to take that first step and say yes to yourself or take that first step and even just book the call um, after you've waited a while. None of those things are actually true. It is the people who listen to the inner calling, listen to what their instinct is guiding them to do, um, and then act on that swiftly that get the quickest results in life and business. I know this to be true. I have lived through the same thing myself. Um, I also know that it'd be easy to think to yourself, oh, I'm not making enough money to join yet. When I'm making more money, then I'll sign up. Here's how that thinking will keep you stuck. The point of this program is to help you make that more money. Um, And you can get so stuck in that chicken and egg situation of waiting to make the money that you need to get the support that you need to make the money that you need. Do you see how that's circular? (laughs) And I get it. I totally have compassion for it because I've been there. I know so many women have. Um, But just want to reflect that to you. So If that's how you've been thinking, you know, book your call. Let's chat about that. Um, Because actually, whether it's the, oh, I'll wait for next round or I'll wait till I'm earning enough money, what you're doing is delaying getting the support that you need. And I'm only talking to you, of course, if the Elevated Abundance Mastermind has been calling to you, if you're curious, you're interested, if it's been speaking to you and resonating to you on some level. But here's the other thing to think about on both of those points now. If you join now for the May cohort, presuming that once you and I have had a conversation, we both have it's a good fit right but if you join now then in six months time which takes us to november i want to say um think where you your business your life the amount of balance and joy that you are enjoying on a daily basis could be you could be earning at least 5k months very possibly more right you could be working with ideal clients on the regular You could be having those pinch me moments that i still experience now like i can't believe i created this for myself um you can be enjoying all of that and more in six months time. Whereas if you wait, you're just delaying that potentially for yourself, right? And then the other thing, um, just I want to note, because this was helpful for me when I was first investing in support and myself, 
is, well, actually a couple of things is one to see it as exactly that money invested, not money spent, because you, you know that this container works, there is a return on that investment. If you come out the other side, even only making, and I say only, and I know that seems a significant amount to many people, but if you're only making 5k months, and you spent, um, you know, less than well, let's say it's about 6K if you're paying monthly, five and a half if you pay in full. Um, to get to that point, you're making 5K every month from there on out. That's like a no-brainer return on investment, right? Um, and obviously, the potential is there to be earning much, much more. So seeing it as money invested rather than money spent was really, really helpful to me. And also, um, some uh, a pitfall that I almost fell into, just in case this is useful to think about, was that I was worried about having all of the investment up front. Now, I'm not going to tell you how to manage your money or, you know, how, how or where to get that money from, but it's more just kind of thinking about it because actually... The, especially with a container like this, the point is that you start making more money really quite quickly. Um, and so you don't necessarily, and this again is up to you and your comfort levels and what makes sense for you and your family, but you don't necessarily need to have all of the money just sitting there spare in cash um, waiting to make the payment in full up front. You know, we have monthly payment plans for a reason. We can do extended payment plans. So it's more your ability to pay for first or second months of installments because hopefully by on that, beyond that point, we'll be making more and able to at least meet that and more. Um, so these are just some of the things to consider. And the other thing is that I know it'd be really easy to feel like, oh, this just isn't a good time for me. And okay, there are sometimes life circumstances that really make, you know, um, showing up for your business um, and showing up for yourself more challenging and actually potentially you make a decision for it not to be a priority and that's totally all you know for each of us to decide and have the discernment around right I mean here's what I know to be true it's really easy to be waiting for a kind of more perfect time or to feel more ready and actually a lot of the time it's just doubt creeping in um, it's the same with investing in ourselves whether it's the kind of time piece or investment piece really it's it's my it, the thing that I've learned in conversations with women and also looking at my own things at different points when I've invested is Although that can feel like the truest of truths at the moment, like I can't afford this or I can't invest in that way or I don't have the time or I can't do this right now. More often than not, there's actually something deeper at play there. Um, often I've heard women tell me that actually when they think about it. It's more that they're not feeling worthy of investing and spending that kind of money on themselves or they feel worried that they won't show up for it or worried that it somehow, even though it's working for other people, it won't work for them. I'm here for any of those conversations if it helps to chat through um, any of this with somebody. Like, I get it. I get it. For, you know, I've been there. I've made that stretch first investment which felt scary and exciting in equal measure. Um, and I know how it is. And, it, you know, on paper, it didn't make sense the first time I invested in myself and my business in a significant way. I was unemployed. I'd <laughs> run out of money and we were in the middle of a massive structural renovation to our house that we'd committed to before I found myself unemployed. So on paper, it really didn't make sense. Um, obviously, I'm so glad that I did that though and, and backed myself. And the other thing is that maybe you are still listening because you're like, yeah, I do. I really want to join. I love the idea of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, but maybe you're actually just a little bit nervous about making that first step and booking that call to chat about it. I get it. Um, but hey, I'm definitely not here to be in any way intimidating. Like we already discussed, I'm definitely not here to hard sell to anyone. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember waiting for my first call with Lacey, my um, coach, and feeling like so excited to have the call because I'd basically decided, yes, I really need to do this. But also a little bit nervous because I'd been watching her live streams and I was like, I'm going to be speaking to her. Um, and also just the idea that it is the first step in potentially a very exciting but sometimes a little bit stretchy decision can make just even doing the thing of booking that call feel a little bit kind of like, so totally understand that. If that's you and you found yourself and your mouse cursor hovering over the green button already on the Elevated Abundance Mastermind um, enrollment page um, and you haven't yet clicked it, I would just challenge you to just go ahead and click it. What's the worst that can happen? We have a cup of tea and a chat. <laughs> that's literally the worst that can happen. Or even if that feels like a stretch too far, just send me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at Corrie Javid over there and we can kind of talk about it in there if that feels a little bit more accessible to you. Anyway, I just think it's worth checking chatting through some of these things because these are the sorts of things that can hold us back from getting the support that we in our guts and hearts know that we need and that we're feeling called to. And these are also some of the things that can um, just slow us down. So yeah, if you want to have a conversation, just reach out and we can we can talk. Uh, but here's the thing, the Elevated Abundance Mastermind absolutely can support you in creating those 5k and 10k months um, and can support you in creating that genuine feeling of bliss that comes from balancing motherhood and business easily, the joy of growing your business in feminine energy, hooray, in the soul aligned way that actually suits to you. This is what you opt into when you come and join us inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. But it can't work for you if you're not in it. <laughs> So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Um, and I hope to see your name in my calendar soon. And if you can't find a call time that works for you, um, shoot me a, a DM on Instagram. Um, like I said, I'm at corriejavid instead and we'll figure something out. And until next time, don't forget my love, you are limitless. Bye for now. my love do we talk every tuesday if not we totally should you see each tuesday i send out a message exclusively to my besties on my email list these are pep talks hits of inspiration behind the scene peaks lessons i've learned in life business and motherhood and notes from the heart and if i say so myself <laughs> these are some gold you don't want to be missing out on head over to corriejavid.com forward slash tuesday and sign up to receive my weekly notes plus you'll be gifted my morning mindset routine designed to help you slay your day and your goals because i believe even as mothers we can have a morning mindset routine that works for us. That's corriejavid.com forward slash Tuesday.